Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 25 of season two of Be With Me. You can access us on the web at bewithme.us. We are in the story of Luke chapter 11. It's an incredible story of Lazarus and being raised from the dead. So we've had so far Jesus describing his comfort in our grief. We've had his compassion and his, uh, what I would call, indignancy over sin and death. And uh, he teaches and reveals about himself. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. And he fights and wins the biggest battle with death and the biggest enemy uh, up to human history. He reveals his glory, his character, and his power. And then you get this big, fat, pregnant pause, like, okay, now that I've done all of that, how do people respond? And then here we go. So the plot to kill Jesus, this is Luke chapter, I'm sorry, John chapter 11. If I said Luke, I'm wrong. I think I did. Uh, it's John chapter 11, verse 45. So let me just start with, with uh, 44. The man, Lazarus, who came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, his face wrapped in cloth, Jesus said to him, them, unbind him, and let him go. So Lazarus gets raised from the dead. And then today's passage, verse 45. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary, had seen what he did and believed in him. So that's the good news, bad news. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered the council and said, What are we to do? For this man performs many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you understand that it is better for you that one man should die for the people, not that the whole nation should perish." He did not say this of his own accord, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would would die for the nation. And not only for the nation only, but also to gather into one the children of God scattered abroad. Verse 53, last verse. So from that day on, they made plans to put him to death. So the story starts out with Lazarus being raised from the dead, and then verse 45 is sort of the good news. People, many people, many of the Jews, therefore, had seen and believed, and then there's the but in the story, verse 46, but but some, excuse me, went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had had done. And... uh, I think it's very interesting in this. It struck me that there was not a debate about what Jesus had done. So the so the 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 leaders, the Sanhedrin that gathered together, the Pharisees that were gathered in the council, were not uh, saying that he didn't perform the signs. It was he did perform the signs. So now what? So it wasn't that they doubted that Jesus had this miraculous power. I just think that's very interesting. So the council gathered. What were their concerns? The concerns were that the Romans will come as if they're not already here. I mean, I I know that the Romans gave the Jewish authorities some level of autonomy, but 
it was all distributed authority. So I, I just think this is kind of a little bit of a ridiculous uh, argument because the Romans were already there. But their concern was that they would take away our place and our nation. So in a sense, I suppose you could call these people in their mind's eye patriots. And their concern is that everyone would eventually believe, which I think is also uh, interesting. Verse 48, if we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, as if that's a, a bad thing. Then verse 50, nor do you understand that it's better for you that one man should die for the people, not that the whole nation should perish. So Caiaphas was high priest for 18 years from 18 uh, A.D. to 36 A.D., and perhaps here in his office he gives this prophecy of Jesus. Uh, it's certainly true that one man dying for the people is better. He was he was actually uh, correct, but I think that the uh, the part that I really wanted to get about this is verse 52, uh, that Jesus's purpose was to gather into one the children of God who are scattered abroad. And I was thinking about uh, people of different ages, races, economics, different uh, country affiliations, different political affiliations. I was even thinking about uh, our church. I mean, our church is just a great place where you can sit next to someone who votes votes differently politically, someone who looks different than you, someone of a different race, someone of a different economic uh, stage, and it's only under Christ that the the children of God scattered are gathered uh, into one body. I just think it's a sign of a of a good church. All right, so let's do the math here. Lazarus is being raised. Step one. Step two. People believe. Step three. The signs are not in doubt. Step four. Concerns by the authorities. What if many believe? Step five. Scared about the Romans, even though they're already there. Step six, this uh, unusual prophecy by the high priest. Step seven, a promise about gathering into one. And then the final conclusion that they come to, if you add up all those things, is uh, from that day on, they made plans to put him to death. Obviously, that doesn't quite make sense. Okay, my brothers and sisters, we are wrapping up the story of of uh, Lazarus, I guess a little bit today and a little bit tomorrow. Jesus emphasizes belief. The Jews do come to belief. Many come to belief. And it's actually that problem that, uh, that the authorities uh, didn't like. Let us look with anticipation as the Lord Jesus brings us into one body as he gathers us into one in the church today and obviously in the heavens when we have both the the Jews and the nations, which is code for the Gentiles. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening this morning. We'll see you tomorrow. You can subscribe at bewithme.us. Bye-bye.